1: Podcasts. The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, Hey Alexa, play WFAN.
0: Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. never sucks. Oh, hi there, Al Dukes here, and we have a new camper this morning, (laughs) Mr. Peter Schwartz. Good morning, Peter Schwartz. Good morning, sir. Thank you for having me today. Welcome aboard. I hope Jerry's feeling better. Jerry uh, was not feeling good yesterday when he got here. He progressively got worse. Mm -hmm. Personally, I'm somebody who doesn't take a sick day, but Jerry felt like he needed a sick day, other Mm -hmm. than the two I took last week. But prior to that, Peter... I don't like to take sick days. But uh, Jerry needed one. He was feeling terrible. Then people go, well, where's CeeLo? Last minute. Sorry, CeeLo's. I've got Peter Schwartz. Peter, you're very capable. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've been here a very long time. Yes. We'll do the warm-up program. So Eddie was very much like a Tom Brady under pressure there. Uh, There was something going on in our studios. We almost had to go to the other place. But Eddie was like, Eddie looked like a mechanic. He was pulling plugs he was redoing <laughs> spark plugs. He was checking piston rings under the radio board. Thanks to Martin Travers. Uh, thanks to Martin, the engineer, who walked him through it on yeah. the phone. Facetime. It Facetime. It was perfect. As soon as I saw the purple light show up, I knew we were good, Eddie. He is steady under pressure. He is very good. Well, that's what that's what experience gets you. You get you get uh, good under pressure, Peter. Before we begin. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of eighties baseball references here. Yes, sir. So I'm uh, just curious where you stand. If you had to pick an eighties baseball player, who's your favorite? I would say Don Mattingly, Don Mattingly. Oh, that's a classic eighties yeah, baseball yeah. player. And you're a Yankee fan. I am a Yankee fan. Yes. So uh, give me some other eighties players. Like when you think 1980s baseball, where does your mind go?
1: Well, I think you have to go, uh, you know, Tony Gwynn. Oh, that's a good one. I think Kirby Puckett, Kirby Puckett. Sure. Um, He's passed. Uh, he uh, has passed. I have a lot of his baseball cards. Yeah. Big Kirby. There are a number of baseball players that didn't play for my team that I always love to watch. He was one of them. Tony Gwynn, another who was also passed. Right. Um, Tony Gwynn's passed? Tony Gwynn is passed. What the hell's going on. You didn't know Tony Gwynn was passed? I, I don't recall yeah, that. A, a few years back. Yeah. A few years All right. back. Well, that's yeah. sad. Another great hitter. Yeah. Uh, which was great. He got a chance to play in a World Series against the Yankees at Yankee Stadium, that's which true. was pretty cool. I remember. He was so awestruck by going to see Monument Park. Is that right? Right before Game One. All yeah, right, because there yeah. was
0: no winter league play back
1: then. That's right. So it was a special deal. Yeah. Uh, Fernando Valenzuela. Yes. Remember the craziness when he came to Shea to pitch against the Mets. It was like that... Fernando Mania. Yeah, but running wild. He uh, he's considered, I think, a Dodger great, but he really only had a handful of good seasons. He had that one great rookie season, but I don't think he ever duplicated what he yeah. did that rookie season. But
0: there's certain people when they have just an incredible and the whole thing around them, the aura around them, and he was one of those people, it makes it seem like they were there longer. Yeah, yeah. Kirk Gibson. Kirk G- one. Oh, God, it's a great one. That's my favorite. And I'm, I'm a Met fan. I love 86 Mets. But that Kirk Gibson where he limps up and hits that home run, <laughs> to me, is, is got to be top two baseball moments of all time. It's,
1: it was phenomenal. I remember I was in college watching it on television. He walks up, and I remember saying to a friend of mine in school, this could be one of the great moments in baseball history we're about to see, and it turns out he hits, he hits the home run. And I don't know if you ever saw this, but he had a great sit-down with Dennis Eckersley Eckersley was broadcasting for the Red Sox and Gibson was in Boston and they were sitting down at Fenway Park and they had this conversation about that home run. They became actually really good friends. It's amazing how like one moment was so great for somebody one moment was so horrible and they were able to grow into being pretty good friends and be able to have a pretty good conversation about it.
0: I think it might have happened with Mookie and uh, Bill Buckner also. Yes,
1: it did. It did. I know Mookie has talked about that a lot.
0: And then Bill Buckner who's also passed. Everyone's passing. Uh, did that great thing on Curb Your Enthusiasm? I don't know yeah. if you saw that <laughs> one where he he kind of made fun of himself. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. sure it takes some time. You're not making fun of yourself right after it happens because you 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 know he was right. a great fielder. He just had that one ball. Well, went it was through. a
1: brutal time for him after because yeah. I mean he just was not welcomed. You know, people in Boston had terrible things to say about him. I think he showed up at a game once. I think he got an ovation. I think, but many then it was years all later, many years later, and then it was all over after that. Yeah, good
0: thing Bill Buckner didn't have Twitter back then. Could you imagine? You couldn't have gone on it. Give me,
1: give me a, give me a sports moment other than that one.
0: Yeah, that you wish Twitter was around for,
1: that people would have just Uh. lost their minds.
0: Hmm. You put me on the spot, here. I definitely have to go to something (laughs) in the 1980s. Yeah, of course. Uh, The Immaculate Reception. Yeah, that would be one of them. That'd be one of them, right?
1: From from a New York perspective, Pine Tar Game. You're talking about 80s references.
0: What a villain Billy Martin was, but so perfect at that moment to pull out the pine tar game. That would be a great one. Yeah, I wish
1: I had gone to the completion of that. That would have been something pretty cool to, to see because they sold tickets just to go back to watch.
0: Oh, they didn't the tack end. that on to another game? Well, no. They came
1: back. They It was an off day, and the Royals had to fly into New York just to complete that game. Is that right? And there was actually... They wanted to... They wanted to charge people a separate admission to come in. If you had a ticket for the original game, they were not going to let you come in with Love your it. ticket stub. And this kid went to court and he filed some kind of lawsuit where they he then allowed people who had their ticket stubs from the game to come in. There was very, very small number of people anyway. But if you wanted to come watch the end of the game, they sold you a ticket.
0: And years later, uh, Billy Martin and... George Brett sat down and talked. (laughs) That probably didn't happen, right?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I don't even think he sat down with Goose Gossage, who gave up the home run. All right, Goose Gossage. Here's another one.
0: Man, I love the 80s. Can I go back
1: there, Peter? Uh, I'd love to, too. Right? That's my favorite channel on Sirius is the 80s channel. 80s channel? Yeah.
0: Yeah, just there's something about 80s sports, and I guess maybe people feel that way depending on when they were, uh, like, in high school. I feel like... I feel like your high school years, Mm -hmm. that's where the music you like uh, Uh comes from that stays with you your whole life, sports, everything, baseball, football. I didn't follow hockey or basketball. Well, hockey was good
1: for me in the 80s. Islanders. Because the Islanders have the four cups right after the USA hockey team
0: won the Olympics. Right. That was pretty cool. We were we were just living it up in the yeah. 80s. Uh, Peter, there were a couple of baseball games uh, yesterday locally. Well, one, the Yankees lost on a walk-off. The Mets won on a walk-off. Yes. Which would you prefer to discuss first? Uh, let's talk about the Mets first. My wife and Love kids it. are Mets fans, and yeah. they were happy about that yesterday. Same here. By the way. Uh, Gary uh, Cohen called that home run the second it was hit. Mm-hmm. I guess there was a no-doubter when Alonzo... It was. Drew, it was. But it would have been funny if it would have been one of those balls that was like, it's gone, I got it." That it just lands in well, the Well, then lip. John Sterling would have called. Right. But it was an upper-decker. Yes. Upper-decker blast. Uh, so that was awesome. And the my ma- son had a conniption when that happened.
1: He had just gotten home from school.
0: What A, con- a good conniption? A good conniption. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, it was jump through the den.
1: Yeah, because conniption's normally bad. Yeah, but like, this was a this was a good maybe it was a bad choice of
0: words on my part. I saw videos of Evan in the studio watching the game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was sitting very close to the television, like um a like we do with his children. Sometimes mm-hmm. we would just get very close to the TV. But Evan was very upset when the Cardinals tied the game, mm-hmm. and then the Pete Alonso home run just sent every. I love a walk off home run, and I love adding that uh, runner on second base. You're a big fan of that. Yeah, I like that. Not a big fan of it. I know, because baseball people hate anything new. I love that it immediately puts a guy in scoring position. Let's get out of here. No, but where is everybody in
1: a hurry to go?
0: Home. We've got television. You're to a, watch. But
1: yeah, but you committed time and money to going to a baseball game. Now you want to do that nonsense in the minor leagues yeah. or something like that. Okay, that's fine. You go like if you go to a minor league game, you're there for the fireworks afterward, you want to get to the fireworks, okay, put the runner on second base. That's fine. But like it's a major league baseball game. We don't need to change the the, clock, the pitch clock. I like that. You want to tell the batter he's got to stay in the box and not get out. You want to do little things like that to keep the game moving. Yeah, but like I, I, you can't change the integrity of the game. To me, it's to me it's bogus. I like it because like
0: sometimes well, you you're in get, a hurry to get home. Well, yeah. Well, sometimes you get into these extra inning games it's like no one could even get a guy on base, and you're just waiting for a. The home run. Now you immediately get a guy on second, a single. Like the Cardinals scored in mm-hmm. the top of the tenth, takes the lead, and then right. we need the Alonzo blast. Well, some
1: people will also say that are on your side of it. <laughs> yeah, you don't necessarily. It's not automatic. You're going to score the run anyway, right? But I just, I just think it's it ruins the
0: integrity of the game by doing that. The '80s baseball teams would have never stood for that. Never, absolutely not. And by the way, Max Scherzer. So. He's gone for six to eight weeks, it says? Yes. Oblique strain? Yes. Have you ever had an oblique strain? Where's the obliques? I that's your belly on, or something? I think
1: it's on your side no, right here. Because I, I remember when Scherzer got hurt the other night, he was kind of like holding his side. I don't I don't believe I, I don't think I've ever had that injury.
0: Well, we're two guys that don't get injured, Peter. <laughs> we're not like no, these I've athletes. gotten injured. We're not like these athletes that get it. So that's it. So the, the Mets bring up a new pitcher? I, I think I saw a name of somebody they were bringing up. But uh, now we got no DeGrom. We got no Max Scherzer. Good thing we got these other fellows. Bassett. And McGill is McGill, hurt, too. McGill's hurt, right. What the heck's going on? They might have to make a trade, bring in another starter. Who? Who's out there? What's the names being bantied about? You get one of these teams that's in trouble like the Red Sox. How about Madison guys. Bumgarner? Yeah. Get him here. Um, He's not available, Peter. No. Come on. Come on. <laughs> By the way, did you see um, Zach Wilson at the Met game? I did. I, I did. S- I did see that it was confusing uh, to Keith Hernandez. Yes, he thought he thought that it was a Mookie Wilson jersey, right? Which maybe it was. Make maybe he. So Zach Wilson was in a, a jersey that said Wilson, right? And I think it had the number one on it. Well, I couldn't tell. I
1: saw a, a still shot on Twitter of yeah. yesterday, and all you could see was the Wilson.
0: Right. You couldn't see the number. On the back, yeah. There was one picture I saw where it looked like the the tip of uh, the one. Okay. So maybe he saw the Mookie Wilson jersey and thought that's fun. It's the same last Only yes. as Name as me. I'll get that one. Right. Right. But this guy's showing up at all the front running teams. This. this I, tell uh, you, I was. There.
1: I was a little disappointed to be honest. With you. I saw oh. him. With, saw him on TV at the Rangers game the yeah. other night. And it was just last spring that he was with all the Jets at the Islanders playoff game. Yes. So it's like, it's kind of like, you know, you're just hopping on the bandwagon of everybody.
0: Eddie's telling me he was wearing a number two, which is his number. For the Ranger game. No, no, this is at the Met game. Oh, it was for the Met game. It was number two. The Wilson on the back was his number, which is also a very odd thing to do to show up at a game with your own. Like the Devils were very nice enough to send us jerseys right. a number of years back. I have a Devils jersey that says Dukes. Mm-hmm. I can't wear that to a Devils game. It's bizarre. Why wouldn't you wear it? Because it's strange. Like Zach Wilson, maybe the Mets gave Zach Wilson that shirt when I would he got think there. They did. They use the teams all. They, they if they have a celebrity guest, they yeah. give them the jersey. Like you don't think he went to uh, like he went on and got his own jersey. No online it was well, like, the, when the Jets game?
1: the whole when Zach Wilson and a whole bunch of the Jets came to an Islanders playoff game they were all there with Islander jerseys on in their respective numbers yeah. and then Islander players went to a jet game during the season and they were in a suite and they were all wearing jet jerseys with their respective okay. Islander numbers that makes sense I mean, if someone sent me a jersey I would wear it you would yeah well the Red Bull sent me a jersey last week but I can't wear it because it's I, I have to lose a few more pounds.
0: Well, it's weird. Like the Nets sent us jerseys, but they sent like the actual player jerseys. Uh-huh. And I'm I I'm a slim fella. Yeah, I can't wear that thing. Like it is tight. These these NBA jerseys are tight. Yes, yes. Well, it's tough to wear. It's like an undershirt. You yeah. have to wear an, you
1: have to wear like a t-shirt underneath it.
0: Right, go Patrick Ewing style
1: at Georgetown. Yeah. Well, I forget about Patrick Ewing. I just I don't want to walk around with my armpits sticking. Right,
0: it. that's that true. Kind
1: of being on a good scene.
0: Right hairy armpits sticking out in the summer. (laughs) Yeah, so that I forgot about Zach Wilson going to the Islanders game. That's funny. So he went to Islanders games, Rangers games in the playoffs, Mets games now that they're on a run.
1: I could only imagine when he'll show up at a Yankee game.
0: Uh, when they, when, uh, once they get uh back here to, do they pull, are they back here? They have here? to come back for a mini camp.
1: This is, mini off camp. These, these are OTAs they're in right now. So oh, okay. they'll come back for a mini camp and maybe if they get some downtime, they'll come to a Yankee game. I was
0: going to say, White Sox at Yankee starting tonight. If he's yeah. still in town, the Yankees are on, well, they lost yesterday, but. And he should go to the game if he doesn't have Amazon Prime, because that'd be the only way of watching it. Oh, it's it another tonight. one of those gimmicks I think it's an Amazon Prime game tonight. Yeah, that still upsets people. Yeah. I don't have it. You don't have Amazon Prime? No. So you miss a game. It's all right. Do something with the family game. tonight. Right. It's one game. You watch watch the replay on Yes. At exactly. 11 oh, is that what they do? They do. Yeah. They re- <laughs> well,
1: it's like when, when the games were on free TV, if they were on Channel 11, yeah. Yes had the post game show and they oh, replay okay. the game. Oh, so, there you go. Oh, let's watch it
0: later. And that, the Amazon broadcast, they use the Yes. It's the Yes broadcast. Yeah. It's just not just that, that terrible Apple Plus
1: situation. I, I, I've seen pieces of one game. But yeah. the first one was a Mets game.
0: It was a Mets game. Yeah. People was, do not care for that broadcast. Team. No. No. That was a tough watch. Yeah, tough watch. Uh, let's take a break here, Peter. When we come back, we'll do a little Yankees. Let me see what okay. else I have here on the list. You'll give us a I know nothing about hockey. You'll give us a little preview of Rangers Hurricanes game good. one. Uh and then I got a couple football things. Uh what else do I have? I'm scrolling here. I got some Tiger Woods information. A lot of stuff. And then You'll be familiar with Boomer and Geo. They come here at 6 a.m. I've heard of them. Yeah, they're familiar with their work. Very terrific This is Twisted System. They're a Long Island band. 80s. 80s. Yes. This is uh, the voice of Peter Schwartz. Welcome back to the warm-up program. Jerry is uh, has fallen ill. As you heard yesterday, he got worse and worse with each update. Mm-hmm. His 9.30 update, he was out of it. He's not feeling well. I know he went to the doctors. He was uh, negative COVID on the... Uh, those quick tests, yes, and then he took the PCR test. We're, we're waiting for results, right? Because sometimes they can be a little different, right? And we're also going to send them for an MRI. Just to, <laughs> we just want we want to see what's going on with Jerry. Going to send now, Peter. Uh, tonight is uh, Rangers. Yes, Rangers Hurricanes game one, game two. Rangers Hurricanes game two. Game two. They lost game one. They lost game one in overtime. Overtime. It's a heartbreaker. Which, yeah, because everyone said you had that was the game to steal in Carolina.
1: And they were winning that game for most of the game. They until, were. Until the very end.
0: They gave up the tying goal, I think, with three minutes or two, two minutes and a half, left. Two and, and, and a half minutes to go. Gave up like the other yep. overtime goal. Three which was which an
1: unfortunate bounce that went off the player in front and got past yep. the floor. Yep. Listen,
0: that's hockey, as they say. It is. That's hockey, Susan. I'm going to ask you a question, Peter. And we want your honest answer here. Other than Igor Shosturkin, okay, yeah. um, we cannot use him. Which Ranger player, if he sucks eggs tonight, <laughs> will cost the Rangers the game? So I need a player who... One singular player. One singular player where if this person has a terrible game and is a no-show, they've, they're they likely not winning the Rangers. I'll say Panarin. Is that right? I'll say Panarin.
1: Yeah, because right, the, the veterans suck eggs, Panarin. For the most of the game the other night, the veteran players didn't really do much. It was the kid line who scored the goal. Uh, and
0: the the veterans are going to have to play a lot better tonight. So we're looking for Artemi Panarin not to suck eggs. Yeah. And if he doesn't suck eggs, like he gets a goal. Right. The Rangers probably winning this I game. I would
1: say so, yeah. And I then would the, say so.
0: And then the next game will be at uh, Sunday. Sunday
1: afternoon. At the Garden. Oh, that's going to be something.
0: Now, do yeah. you follow Rangers even though you're an Islander fan? I, I keep my eye on it, yeah. You're a hockey guy. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I watch all the games.
0: You're like but I can. You're a ho- Boomer stays up to watch, like, you know, these t- teams in playoff games he's never heard of.
1: Calgary-Edmonton
0: the other yeah. night was wild. Yeah, that's what he watched. Yeah. Calgary- Oh, that was After a wild the Islander Islander game. Night. I'm like, go to bed, you hockey
1: freaks. I'll say this. Uh, in, in the playoffs- The last couple of years, if the Islanders lost a tough game and there was a game on after that, I couldn't watch it. I'd be too upset. Right. But normally I will watch as much as I possibly can.
0: Yeah. So this game tonight is at... uh, It's in Raleigh. Eight o'clock. Yep. Uh, Now, what channel is this on? Uh, I believe... I
1: got to go hunting for these uh, I games. I think... I think... Does TNT have that? I think TNT has that series.
0: T-N-T. Ken, yeah, because Kenny Albert's doing television. Oh, well, he's not terrific. radio. He's pretty good. Kenny Albert. Um, All right, so we look forward to that. Boomer's going to talk his uh, face-off about it this morning. I'm sure he'll give mm-hmm. you full-on preview uh, information. You think he's nervous about that now? Well, I don't know. I, I, I was telling uh, Jerry this yesterday. If, I, if I'm a Ranger fan, like... Them dropping that game one, okay. They were down three one the in the other series. It seemed like no big deal. Yeah, but that was a game they had. Well, oh, game one against Pittsburgh. And they let them off the hook.
1: Game one against Pittsburgh, they should have won because I think the Rangers got screwed on that non
0: on that goal that was disallowed. Yeah, I don't like that about the Rangers fans. They seem they complain about like uh, you know, the screw the Ranger yeah, button. Yeah, for the most about.
1: part. But I don't think I don't think they were wrong on that. I think that actually the Penguins and the fan and their fans were crying a lot more at oh, the end right? of that. Oh, yeah, it was disgusting. It was terrible. They were embarrassed. You had a 3-1 series lead and you lost. And you, and you lost it and they and they're comp- they're complaining about the the penalty that led to the tying goal with that that you know, when the helmet falls off yeah. you're supposed to either go make an attempt to pick it up or you have to get off. And they didn't do either one of them and they called a
0: penalty on it. So the helmet falls off the dude and he just keeps playing like yeah, if you, Nothing's if, going you, on. if
1: you don't make an attempt to get off the ice or make an attempt to go pick up your helmet, if you, in other words, if you continue playing like you normally would, it's a penalty.
0: Can one of your friends pick up your helmet for you?
1: Toss it to you? Uh, I think it depends on the actions of the player who lost the helmet. Like, it's, it's on the player to get his helmet or get off the ice.
0: It's their responsibility. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't want to hear the crying from – listen, I wanted the Penguins to win – so I was upset about that.
0: Because you're Islanders. I'm an Islander you're fan. You're Team
1: Islanders. Right. But the Penguins
0: complaining and crying about it was just nonsense. I'm going to peek in on this game. I may even put it on fully. Mm. It's Friday night. It's playoff hockey. Yes. I get interested in Nothing like in that. it. I get involved once the Rangers get a little deeper into the playoffs, as I would the Islanders or the Devils. All right. Have, have you been to a hockey game? Oh, Yes. I, you know, in the in the uh, late 90s, mm-hmm. I uh, covered every home game for the Tampa Bay Lightning when I worked down in Tampa. Yeah. So I was locked into uh-huh. hockey back then. Terry Crisp was the head coach. The Lightning won again last night. Dino Cicerelli was on the team. Yes. Corey Schwab, I think, Corey was a Sh- goalie. Yeah. <laughs> I knew some of those players. Enrico Ciccone was on that team. Yep, yep. And the Lightning went again. They're like a hockey town down there now in Tampa. That's getting a little sickening, too. Yeah. Well, the Rangers better step their game up. <laughs> so if the Rangers win tonight, all good. If they lose tonight... I think they're in big trouble. It's a must-win yeah. game uh, three at the Garden Well, Sunday. you know, Pat Riley said... when he What did coached he say? The Knicks,
1: he said his line was always, series does not start until the home team loses a game. Oh, okay. Okay. So, even if they lose the first two, you come home, you win your two, and the series is tied at two. I like that. That was his That was his line when he coached the Knicks. I remember covering the Knicks back then and hearing him say that all the time. Yeah, the I players. like that.
0: I'd put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> I think it's true. Now, I was watching the Yankee-Oreo game yesterday. Yes. This uh, Rugnet door who played here. Yeah, very short England, amount of time. Short amount of time, but his helmet – now that he's playing with the Orioles, he's got all that, uh, it's like pine tar on yeah. there,
1: right? Yeah, my, my wife pointed that
0: out when we were watching a little bit of the game yesterday. Because like, looks weird. That helmet? I don't know why they allow that. Because you couldn't just walk around with a filthy jersey, you know what I mean? Or a hat. They wouldn't allow that. They let these, yeah. like, who was it, Manny Ramirez used to do that on his uh, Boston helmet? Yeah. They put all that pine tar on that- there. Garbage on That's there. That's what it is. Yeah, I I think,
1: I don't think they're so, con- they're concerned if a player's wearing a lot of chains and, they're, and yeah. they're hanging all over the place. But they don't seem to be too concerned about schmutz on a helmet.
0: They don't mind schmutz on a helmet. No. It looks like, and this is going to be very disgusting, so excuse me, but this, it looks like someone did diarrhea on it. <laughs> it does. It's disgusting. Like, clean your helmet. Rugned. I don't know if I could function if I knew my helmet was that dirty. Yeah. Well, definitely not an OCD person wouldn't be able to handle that. <laughs> and I see, uh, so the Yankees lost. Uh,
1: uh, they blew a two-run lead. Yeah, it was a bizarre inning because they uh, they came back in the top of the ninth. LeMahieu got a hit right. to tie the game. And then the bottom of the ninth, this, there was an error. And then there was a catcher's interference um, that put first and second with nobody out. And then the home run, Lucas Litke did not
0: have a very good night. Yeah. Inning. No. Yeah, so they, they lost. But they're yeah. going to lose some of these. At least they're yeah. not losing series to Baltimore like they did last year. Right. Well, and earlier this year, they lost two out of three in, in Baltimore. Oh, yeah, really They on. did. Well, yeah. We thought so, we were going to get the same thing we got last year with yeah, the Yankees. Yeah, because you never
1: know when those two teams play in Baltimore. And then now Baltimore moved their their fence back in left field. That was a, a, you know, a point of contention with the Yankees the other night because Aaron Judge hit two home runs in that one game. but his third one went off the top of the fence. It would have been out had they not moved the fence back.
0: And actually that was his first at bat where that was the first at bat. So he could have had three home runs in the game. I see Trey Mancini of the Orioles also not a fan of that wall.
1: No, it looks like, and I think they joked about this on the air the other day. And Aaron Boone talked about it. It looks like, like a build your own ballpark kind of thing. Like the, like they disassembled it and put it back together. They just added a, yeah.
0: lo- a higher part of the wall.
1: Yeah, and they moved it back. They took seats out, which probably wouldn't have been occupied anyway, the way that the fans feel about Correct. the team in Baltimore. But ball- Camden Yards is a beautiful ballpark. I don't know if you've ever been there before. I've not. Um, it was the first of like the new modern baseball parks that were you know, intended to look like old baseball stadiums. Right. Um, and that place, it's beautiful. And, they, and all they do is... Like, ruin it now
0: by moving the fence back. And and having gonna, the Orioles play And there. having the Orioles play there. <laughs> now, uh, yesterday, um, uh, Stanton drilled the ball off that wall. Yes. And he ended up with a single. A single. But then he also homered. He did homer later on. But the single off the wall is always weird to me. Although he hit that so hard, and you get a nice bounce right off the wall, you get thrown out probably going to second base. Yeah. Uh, did you see... Trevor Story for the Boston Red Sox. Three home runs. Had a hell of a game. What would you think of Trevor Story's performance? <laughs> Trevor Story's <laughs> performance. He had three he home had th- runs. <laughs> three home <laughs> <arm. Three laughs> runs, four hits, seven RBIs, and a stolen base. You know who asked that question to Tommy Lasorda. Uh, the the good dude who's with the Yankees now, right? Paul Olden. Paul Olden, the yeah. The PA announcer, yeah. I'm trying to think, like, when I hear that... Uh, Him questioning Tommy Lasorda after my favorite 80s player, Dave Kingman, Kingman. (laughs) hit three home runs against him. No, he he hit three bleeping home runs against him. Yeah. I couldn't tell whether Tommy Lasorda was having a good time with Paul Olden in that clip. Or they just had – he was really not happy, but they had such a good relationship that – because Paul Olden doesn't seem scared. No. Which I would be scared if Tommy Lasorda was pissed at me for a question I asked. Oh, I've had people get pissed at me when I've asked questions. Oh yeah, Al Arbor once like
1: screamed
0: at me for for asking a question that he didn't like. Was it an offensive question? No,
1: I don't think it was. Was and it I an obvious one? Like no, how how he
0: said to the, Tommy Lasorda, "What would you think a
1: Kingman's?" No, I, th- and I thought it was the Islanders were finishing up a road trip in Philadelphia, and I made that trip. I went to go cover the game, and the Islanders laid an egg in that game. Like they could have finished the road trip with, like, a winning record, and they absolutely laid an egg. And I thought it was a legitimate question after the game. I said, Al, was it disappointing to see that type <laughs> of effort in the last game of a road trip? And he's like, what the – what are you talking about? Like, you know, don't ask me a stupid question. Like, blah, blah, blah. He went off like, <laughs> and And the PR person for the Islanders at the time was not present when this was happening. All she did was hear – Al Arbor screaming from down the hall. Right. And everybody just spray- – he walked out. After that question, he walked away. And they came over – and she came over and said, what happened? And I'm like, yeah, Al got angry with a question. And who asked it? I said, I did. What was the question? And everybody said, he was just angry. Oh, okay. Like, it was a legit – They like, backed every- you up. Reporters. Everybody else backed me up. They said it was a legitimate question, and Al was just frustrated. So – and then and then I saw him, like, the next game, and everything was, was fine – so I kind of think maybe the same thing happened with Tommy Lasorda and Paul Olden. I think maybe at the moment Lasorda just went off. And if you hear the whole thing over and over, you sense that Lasorda was now starting the to changes too. Because yes. they had that exchange where it, it, was, it was not a good question. Well, I thought it was a good question. So I think they kissed and made up by yeah. the end of the conversation.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I feel like even Paul Olden was kind of somewhat l- – laughing a little bit yeah by the time the no, i wasn't conversation... laughing when al arbor was screaming at you. no <laughs> i like that. so the reporters back each other they, up in these situations in that
1: case they did i don't know i mean i wasn't present when paul olden asked that question but in that case with the Islanders, because i got i'm getting nervous like here's al arbor is pissed at me
0: and, and he walked off if somebody else has off. questions
1: for him now he's gone right so you've like, chased what him happened? away yeah um And then there was was also a time in the Jets locker room that I asked a question that the player loved because it got him off a subject he didn't want to talk about, and the writers were angry at me. (laughs) Because
0: they had him cornered
1: on something. It was Antonio Holmes. Yeah. So in the game... That Sunday, he made a – he fumbled or something happened in the game that Sunday, and he didn't make himself available. Was it that one game.
0: where he flipped the ball? It was not that? that.
1: It was another one. It was def, it was not the one where he got hurt and flipped it. <laughs> and That was against San Francisco. That was awesome. Um, no, it was not. It was another game. He dropped the pass or he fumbled it, whatever it was, and he didn't make himself available after the game. So then the next time he was available was that Wednesday, which is the preview for the next – game everybody's there it's the big media day Wednesday in the locker room so we're around it's the first time we're talking to him since Sunday and all the writers are just belting him with questions now I was different than the other electronic media because I covered the team every day I was allowed to be in when the writers were in because I was there all the time so I'm there and and they're they're peppering him with questions about the fumble and I'm saying to myself, like, I got to do reports on the upcoming game. And so finally, I had a chance to ask a question. So, And I, I don't remember who the Jets were playing. I'm just making this up. I'm like, so Antonio, can you talk a little bit about like the Dolphins defense and what kind <laughs> of a challenge that is for you? And he turned to me and he said, thank you. And he went on. And then we got back to the media room, and I got all the writers. Why did you change the subject? Right. We were pepper. I'm like he answered the same question you guys tried to ask him 10 times. I have to do a job too.
0: Right. You're there for another reason. Yes. All right, let's take a break. We come back. I've got more sports talk, more hard-hitting hardcore sports talk. Mm. Boomer and Geo at the top of the hour. Good it's rocking out. Peter Schwartz yep. joins me today. Jerry Recco was ill. I guess he takes sick days. The rest of us, I don't, I don't can't remember the last. Ah, I, I can't remember the last. It <laughs> was last I, Thursday and Friday. That I was out, yeah. Oh, so it's recent. And Boomer's been out recently,
1: right? Well, why wouldn't you take a sick day
0: if you had one? I don't know. We, we used to be because Eddie. I, you've probably dealt with Eddie before when Eddie used to do oh, the scheduling. Times. Yes. Eddie really would look... This is, I think, prior to COVID, but Eddie would really look down on you as a mm. person if you took a sick day. Like, man up, get to work, let's go. Right, Eddie? Yes. Uh, I don't know where that came from, but... I appreciate it. I think it's a good work ethic I used have. to say, you know, get some Dayquil and right. chicken soup and <laughs> get your ass in here. Right. And there were particular people at uh, WFAN who used all their sick time. Mm. But is it a like. use
1: it or lose it kind of thing, or do you bank them for future years? I will years? tell you
0: this. I believe the sick hours get banked because I went... Uh, the there's, a cap, there's a cap, though. There is a cap. Mine. Uh-huh. I, I have right now currently 480 sick <laughs> hours which is the max but which you just you just did take two so yeah I, did, I just not but you'll six, bounce that back up to uh, the max next bounce year. it right up to the max yeah. again yeah so I could be sick for like I don't know how many days 480 hours is but well, it's probably a lot I could probably come back here uh, in October and just just using sick days mm. you know what I'm saying Peter yeah and,
1: I don't, I don't feel like I would just if I Felt a little under the weather. Yeah. I would come into yeah, work, come but, in. I, but I mean, if I felt like I was going to put somebody in harm's way, yes, or if I was going to make myself feel worse than I already did, then right. I would call in sick. And, and like,
0: a little different with air staff, correct? Just because your your voice, yeah, Jerry's your voice, voice is not there. Yeah, Jerry's voice was shot yesterday. There is no way he is coming in. But I, I used to give an unofficial award out to the person with the most sick days each year. <laughs> which is not, that's probably against every company policy. Now it, it is, is, but back then, this was the 80s. Well, but no, uh, was it good. was unofficial. Right, it was an and, unofficial. Uh, we had a reigning eight-year champion. Monza? No. Oh, because I thought Monza was up for it every year. <laughs> I will not say it. okay. <laughs> when, when I was, when
1: I was full-time at the network, yeah. working the overnights, so obviously I earned vacation time. Sure. It's different than sick time, but whatever. I, th- I, I think, They moshed everything together, and you had so-and-so number of days. That's how they treated it at that point. So we took time off. My family and I went down to Florida on vacation. So I took, you know, whatever it was, five or six. I don't remember. I mean, it was. Now, of course, a few years ago, there was a lot of changes around here, and they eliminated my full-time job. While you were in Florida? No, no, it was not that. It was – it was, but. That would been idea. It, it was after, no, no, it was not. I, <laughs> I didn't I didn't come home to realize I didn't have a full-time job. No, this was a few years ago when they eliminated the overnight job. And not too long ago, my mother lives in Florida. She says to me, if you ever get a full-time job again, you cannot take a vacation day anymore. I like it. I'm like, why? Because you lost the job a few years ago. Right? I'm like, do you really think I lost that job because I went on vacation? like that's not why I lost the job. Right. And she's like like and then anytime I've ever taken a day off, she's like always questioning me like why would you take a yes. day off?
0: And I'm like because I needed a day off to go do something else. I will tell you that I have not I had I was here I was 10 years in before I would feel fully comfortable taking a day off. 10 years. Yeah. I mean I took my days off, but I was 10 years in before I felt comfortable enough to okay, I it's okay to take a day. Yeah. And then there's other... And and people, you know, listening now, there are certain jobs you have where if you call out, there's no one to... Like, other people have to... It's not like the the job is just eliminated for the day. Like, I really don't know what we'd do if Eddie called out sick. (laughs) He's the only one who knows how to run that equipment in there. Right, right. So... Listen. You get, sometimes you take, but uh, Jerry had a very bad voice, and he's yeah. not feeling well. By the way, um, many alert listeners pointed out Rangers, Hurricanes, ESPN, ESPN, yes, television. So uh, does uh, Kenny Albert work for them? Or no, it's
1: no? he's TNT. He's so TNT. I imagine
0: he works so many jobs. Ke- uh, Kenny Albert,
1: yeah, he's got a bunch of them.
0: So who does it tonight then?
1: So I get maybe Bob was choosing. I oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't see a lot of the game the other night. I don't remember who did. Yeah, the game Yeah, I actually night. do think Bob it's was choosing because I did yeah. see
0: people tweeting they were enjoying. His yes,
1: work. yeah, he's great. He's uh, to me. He's the best hockey announcer that ESPN has. Yeah, and he should be the number one guy. Who uh, is their
0: number one guy? Sean to you know? McDonough. Hmm. The uh, the guy who did football games. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I don't care for his work on hockey. Right. You hear that, Sean McDonough? We don't care for your work.
1: Yeah. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think TNT got the better the better personnel overall.
0: Did you see Tiger Woods uh, in the uh, PGA? Uh, what do they call it? The PGA, PGA Championship. Championship started out well. Started out well, and on the fourteenth tee box, uh, he ate a large sandwich, <laughs> which Scott Van Pelt, who was doing the event, really seemed to enjoy. That he mm-hmm. packed a like a sub sandwich. I guess a lot of times these guys have to he brown bagged the tawaki. Really brown bagged it. Yeah, he, he brown bagged it. it a big, but a big like it was a it was a two hander sandwich he was eating. They say normally these guys will eat like a, uh like a some sort of power bar, you know, like a protein bar or something that right. you can stuff in your in your golf bag and eat real quickly. He went full on sandwich. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, he was having a good time before himself. <laughs> I also saw that he had to tell a cameraman a couple times, get, you know, get out of my face. Yeah, yeah, Get out of my face. He also said
1: after the round that his leg was hurting him. So he's he came down with a bit of a, oh, was that a right? problem because he started out well and then he struggled on the on the back nine, I guess it yeah. was. And uh, I'm not a big golf uh, aficionado. Yeah. I just know what I read on in the story. Um, but he said his right leg was hurting him afterwards, so hopefully he'll be okay to play today.
0: Maybe that's why he needed that sandwich. Yeah. Sandwich. (laughs) A good
1: sandwich can always make you feel better.
0: Oh, definitely. Listen, if you're feeling down and you need to pick me up, a large sandwich uh, will definitely do it for you. Meatball marinara from Subway. I don't know. You could eat that on the golf course, a meatball (laughs) marinara sandwich. He looked like he had something on whole wheat bread. Like It looked like uh, on the healthier side of things for Mr. Tiger Woods. I also see that uh, this was an interesting study that came out, and I think ESPN is the ones who did this study. You know, there's a lot of talk. This is a very political issue, Peter. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of talk about the NBA and China, yeah. and the NBA is all for social causes here in the United States, but yet they seem to uh, they seem to be very quiet on China, who in the way that they treat their people and that sort of thing. Uh, and then a study came out that ESPN did that said that NBA owners have 10 billion dollars in China investments mm. which is why they shut their trap right <laughs> I'm not much of a political
1: yeah, commentator a so I, 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 I try to stay away from those things but but yeah that's interesting because chi- China has always been a huge market for the NBA very yeah. popular there they've had you know a couple of players come and play in the in the NBA right. so you know it's there is a connection between the two, but obviously when politics get involved, right. people do some digging, and then it can cause some some issues for them.
0: Right. Eddie says we have to break, but you were saying when you come back, we're, we'll talk Roe v. Wade, we'll get into some political. <laughs> sure. Uh, quick break here, then. Let's we'll talk and about Gio. the gas prices. Uh, and Boomer <laughs> and Gio at the top. Oh, but first an Amy Lawrence sports minute. Oh, she talks about Nick Saban versus Jimbo Fisher. It's on. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Another minute or so before Booger and Geo, Peter Schwartz is with me today. Jerry is out. Peter will be on updates. Big sports night tonight. You got Mets, Colorado Rockies, Yankees, White Sox, and yes. Rangers game one. Game two. Damn it. That's the second Get time it, in the Peter. hour you did that.
1: Where are my notes? Why do I keep thinking it's game one? Because you're trying to forget
0: the Rangers lost Game One. It's the fir- tonight will be Game One of the Rangers' first win. Uh, hopefully of not. the series. Damn it! By the way, MTV is uh, going to do another Jersey Shore, mm-hmm. all new cast, and the current cast who's been there forever, not happy. No, they've ticked off Snooky. The situation <laughs> never No, Snooki. do not uh, the situation. Ronnie, Pauly D. It's time. let I would I would watch that and I'm 52 years old. I coming watch a back Jersey with a show. lot of
1: shows. Yeah. Think they're
0: coming back with Night Court, a
1: different Night Court. Is that right? Yeah, and the the judge the, Harry Anderson yeah. was the character. The character's daughter is the new judge. The character's on, daughter on the,
0: on the new show. Not Harry Anderson the actor's right. daughter. Right. The act, okay. well, The the character's daughter becomes the the, the Night Court they're judge. They're n- they're never as good as the previous one know. cabs see are here cabs are here <laughs> i'd love to see a different strokes uh mm. like a new oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. wfan and wfan fm and hd1 new york an odyssey station